positive rotation. Welcome to Roll Call, a 126th Air Refueling Wing podcast of the Illinois Air National Guard at Scott Air Force Base. I'm your host, Master Sergeant Brian Ellison. The Roll Call podcast focused on people, mission, and community. Our guests this week on the podcast are Tech Sergeant Sarah Anderson and Tech Sergeant Maddie Spires from the 126th Air Refueling Wing Recruiting Office. We'll talk about the jobs that are available and how they convert to jobs in the civilian market. Also, we'll talk about the Illinois Guard Grant and once-in-a-lifetime opportunities as a part of being in the Air National Guard. Family Day is October 14th. That's from 12 to 4 o'clock. We're going to meet at the Warrior Park for food, games, and fresh air. Airmen interested in volunteering for an hour during the event, please send an email to Military and Family Readiness. I'll put a link in the show's notes. This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. If you're having a tough time or thinking about suicide... You're not alone, and there's hope. VA's Veterans Crisis Line is full of responders who listen and help. Many are veterans or have veteran family members and friends, so they're prepared to address your challenges. After calling, you'll be connected to the next available Crisis Line responder. That person may ask, are you thinking of suicide? Or what plan can we put in place to keep you safe today? If you choose, The responder will share your name and personal information with your local VA Suicide Prevention Coordinator who will connect you to local VA assistance and resources. Don't wait. Dial 988, then press 1. Joining the podcast today is Tech Sergeant Sarah Anderson and Tech Sergeant Maddie Spires from the 126th uh, recruiting office. I, I put your names in alphabetical order. I don't want you to think I favor one over the other. It's just Anderson comes before Spires. If you like me yes, better, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are in. Uh, you guys are in civilian clothes today. Yes, sir. Yes. Wow, yes. what a nice boy recruiting. You guys have it. What are you guys up to today? Well, um, you guys later have really. We have... You guys have really hard jobs. Yes. Well, I mean, you do, do. have hard jobs. Right. Yes. Today's a really tough assignment. Mm-hmm. Yes, so we are going to a Cardinals game. We typically wear a soft uniform when we attend events. Sure. Just, yeah. you know, to be a little bit more approachable sometimes. Right. Um, sometimes the military uniform can be a little bit... Putting. Yeah. Really? Yeah. A little bit. Do you guys have a lot of people coming to the baseball games uh, coming to talk to you? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Quite a few. Yeah, they uh, in passing and everything. Sure. We're in a good spot, too, I think. That right. helps. And then maybe being in the soft uniform maybe helps people come up. And mm-hmm. we always have free things, so that always oh, helps. Oh, that always helps. <laughs> that's enticing. <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, what do you tell people you know, who come to a ball game? Why uh, should they consider, uh, when they come up to you, why should they consider joining the Air National Guard? Um, honestly, it kind of depends on the person. Um, we talk to them a little bit, kind of see like what they're interested in, where they're at in life a little bit. And then we kind of throw the benefits or what we have detailed to what they're kind of looking for, if that makes sense. So if they're, you know, right out of high school, we'll be like, oh, what are you doing? Or are you going to school or anything? And then if like a school is a big priority, then, you know, we'll throw out our school benefits. Absolutely. Um, Gauging that interest is huge. Right. Definitely. 
So everybody's looking for something different. Absolutely. Someone may not want, maybe maybe they've already finished school. Mm -hmm. They're like, okay, I don't need those college benefits. What else can you give me instead? But those health benefits. But those. Wow, that sounds great. That sounds great. Absolutely. You know, that cheap health insurance versus, Mm -hmm. you know, the on the civilian sector where it's, you know, 500 bucks a month. Right. Where it's only 40 here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, absolutely. The health care benefits. Man, that is if you yeah if you're already out of college and you're looking you know you're looking for maybe a, a little a place to land and and kind of give you that uh just some support mm-hmm. absolutely tricare yes is good it is awesome it's I, great yeah i i think tricare is the best uh, the best health insurance around so somebody comes up to you they're interested in uh joining the air national guard what does the recruitment process for individuals uh want to join uh, what does that look like um, so basically what would happen is they would usually approach us if they approach us in another setting or even if we get a phone call, whatever it may be, um, we'll then have usually an initial appointment where they can come in. We can kind of sit down. We can really gauge their interests, see what they are, they're comfortable with, what they want to do. Then we continue the process through doing forms, a little bit of paperwork. We take them to um, Military Entrance Processing Station, which is MEPS, um, where they'll take their ASVAB physical. And then after that two-day process, they come back to us. We do a job tours, which is great because a lot of, um, like, per se, like active duty necessarily doesn't get to test out their job before they they go into it. So we get to actually, they get to meet who they're going to be working with. They get to see a little bit about the job. And then um, they get to pick their career and what they want to do. After that, we work towards enlistment day. How important is it that uh, kind of jab shadowing the the taking folks out to see the uh, to see a job before before they decide yeah this is what I want to do um, I think it's pretty important just because we only give them like a piece of paper um, to essentially go off of what job they want to tour right. because we don't we haven't done all these jobs the only person that can really explain what they all do is the people that are doing it right now so we mm-hmm. want to give them all that information so that they can make an educated decision um, and find what's truly right for them because we want them to love the guard. We don't want them to just, you know, be here hating their life every day, if that right. makes sense. Well, we work we work with you too. Yeah. So right. as your recruiter, mm-hmm. I mean, of course we want a, a phenomenal impression yeah. and you're coming back mm-hmm. to work in our unit. Yes. So we're not going to you know tell you anything that you you know is a lie or anything like that because i mean we we work with you Mm -hmm. we don't want any bad feedback so right but we genuinely care about what you want and what you want out of the guard you know so do so when you take them on these job tours do you are they kind of are they kind of have an idea of what they want to do do they come to see oh let me see a couple jobs let me a little bit learn more about that some people have no idea and they kind of ask us our opinion um and sometimes we have to gauge like kind of off what they say like, hey, this actually, I, I know you you haven't mentioned this at all, but I think you actually might be interested in this. So why don't we just give it a look? Um, just, just hear them out because Absolutely. I think you actually might be interested in this. And a lot of times they really are. And they're like, wow, thank you for showing me this because I would have never thought of it myself. Right. Yeah. Even something just a little different than yeah. what they normally do. I mean, we sometimes we even get kids that are in trades already mm-hmm. in high school. So they do like different programs that are like auto mechanics or, you know, they're 
in something similar like that. And sometimes when they come in, sometimes they don't want to do that. They're like, well, I do that on the outside or, or I already do that mm-hmm. at school. I want to do something maybe a little different. You, you can different kind of skill. Um, you have such a range here too that we offer. Right. I think that's what the biggest thing is, is there's so much you can do here in the guard. It's not just maybe mm-hmm. even those trades, but you know, we have medical, we have all different kinds of career fields. So I think that plays a big, big impact on the decision-making yeah. process. Also, like being in the guard is nice because you're not limited to one job. You can mm-hmm. always retrain. So if you do get in that job and you're like, hey, this isn't for me, you have the flexibility to switch careers and try something new. And they pay Absolutely. for that training. We pay pay you right. to go, you know, back to tech school and learn that new career, which is awesome. Absolutely. What job are you going to find on the civilian side that you can just retrain? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, exactly. What are the jobs that most people are interested in? Is there one certain, are you surprised that that everybody's looking, I want to go see this job or I want to see this job? Is there just one, is there one job that everybody wants to see? Um, I think we have some of like boom operator That's and a crew chief. One. That's a big one. Right. Um, but I mean, a lot of people, they honestly, a lot of people surprise me. They're, it's all over the spectrum. And then there's times where, you know, one job is super popular. And then other times there's a different job that's super popular. It just kind of right. depends. Like right now, I feel like everybody's really interested in like CE type jobs, which is Definitely. really cool because, I mean, they're awesome and they need right. people. So that's that's awesome. Um, we love pushing people over there. Um, even security forces, people are, a lot of my people have been interested in that lately. So it just kind of goes in ebbs and flows, I feel like. Definitely. I, I, I agree with that. I do think it's kind of all over the place. And just depending on, I think too, maybe word of mouth, some people are like, oh, you know, I, I love this job. You should, you should check it out and try it. It might not be one of the maybe most popular one that people think, sure. but yeah. it becomes, it becomes like one of them. <laughs> right. What are some jobs that people might find interesting that are open right now? Um, a big one actually is like, I feel like sometimes security forces uh-huh. is huge because I think a lot of people that have, um, they aspire to maybe be a police officer on the outside. I mean, it doesn't necessarily, obviously you still have to go through academy and training and stuff with the police department, but it gives you skills to start. And that's the key. A yes. lot of these jobs are transferable to the outside mm-hmm. civilian world, which is huge because yeah. you're getting that free training. You're getting um, the time and understanding of that career field. You also network with people already in those jobs sure. so that's Absolutely. huge i feel like um, is big. not only that um in security forces when you go to tech school you actually earn credits towards a criminal justice justice degree Absolutely. so i think that's pretty cool yeah that um, is great and and like you said mm-hmm. if you do go to an academy you're you're you know you're a step ahead of everybody else right you have an idea kind of what's what to expect at least right, right. And I've noticed a lot of, uh, you know, watching your Instagram posts, you you have a lot of folks going through uh, security forces. Mm -hmm. Yep. A lot of the people lately I've had have been really interested in security forces, which is cool because we have a a great um, security forces um, unit in our wing. So pushing people there is definitely easy because Mm -hmm. um, when I take them over there to kind of tour security forces they are phenomenal they do so great at explaining everything they really do um, and they, they're very honest yes too about they're very honest film. about the career um how it's maybe not the most glamorous you know but right. it's very rewarding and they get a lot out of it definitely so. and i think they work well with each other mm-hmm. and i think because they have that honest up front like hey this is what the career field's about yeah. this is what we do um, it, it does attract a lot of people because mm-hmm. it, it's like, oh, well, I work with a good group of people. At least they're going to tell me what's going on. They're going to be up front with me. So I do right. like that a lot about mm-hmm. our unit. Yes. 
Any other jobs that you think people might be interested in? Yeah, so there's a lot of, so Civil Engineering Squadron has a lot of great jobs. Um, anything from like structures to payments and grounds, waters and fuels, engineering, any of those Absolutely. trade kind of jobs um, are huge because they are so transferable to the outside and you learn so much while you're in here. You can network like we were talking about. Absolutely. Um, and they even get like certifications yeah. uh, mm-hmm. through, you know, big equipment and stuff like that. And, and as Sergeant Spires was saying, the contacts are huge because a lot of the people do have contacts on the civilian side to help you progress and move forward on the civilian sector if that's what you want to do. Boy, those CE careers, they can really transfer well mm-hmm. in, the, uh, yeah, in, in, the, in the civilian world. Do you see a lot of kids coming uh, maybe from uh, high schools around that are looking into the trades that, are, that kind of see it as a... Uh, you know, as a stepping stone? Like a good opportunity, absolutely. Yeah, I think we've Definitely. had an influx of people lately, which is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. And they're just really good trades to know because having that stuff done on the outside, it's so expensive. So knowing those skills yourself, man, you save a lot of money. So. <laughs> you really um, do. I mean, you're not ki- you're not wrong, right? <laughs> just learning how to work on your own house. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> right. that's... I mean, even paying to get that training is, is mm-hmm. crazy on the civilian side a lot, too. So, I mean, you're getting the free training, you're getting the time in the career field, and you're saving a ton of, uh, you know, saving that money and getting paid while doing it all. Right. So, it's huge. What qualifications or requirements uh, should people uh, be able to meet to uh, join the Air National Guard? Yeah, so you must be between the ages of 17 and 39. Um, you have to be a legal resident. You have to have a high school diploma or the equivalency, unless you are still in high school. Um, in that case, you must be a high school senior, essentially. Um, you also must mm-hmm. pass the entrance exam, um, medical screening, and then a background check. So not too much. No, no not too. It sounds, you know, it sounds like <laughs> it, a lot, but really, I think if you're doing if you're doing the right thing in your life. Right. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's it's really not uh, as 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 uh, overwhelming as it sounds. Right. It's really not. I don't think it's it's no. as bad. I mean, the, honestly, the hardest part through the entire process is just going through um, MEPS, that military <laughs> interest processing. Thing. That's that's really the biggest thing. I mean, that we right just getting you through there. But yeah, if you're within the age range, like reach out to us and we'll figure everything else out. So absolutely. What's a good phone number to reach you guys at? Um, 618-222-5701. What surprises people to learn about the Illinois Air National Guard? I got a, one thing I, I, I learned. Let me just add my two cents in before. I was, a, I guess, a, a naive full-time Army guy mm-hmm. and just about the National Guard in general and the reserves. It never dawned on me that there were full-time people in the Guard and reserves. It I just figured at the end of the mo- at the end of the weekend everybody just packed up and everything gathered uh, uh, dust. I-, I don't know why I thought that, but that's what I thought. But that's what. So what surprises people to learn about serving in the Illinois Air National Guard? So honestly, there's just so many. I think the biggest one for me is how we still get full-time benefits for only being part-time. I think that is so huge. How much we actually get out of the guard for only being a part-time. Um, member essentially right so, uh, yeah absolutely. so go ahead so that's anything from like you know your health care to your tuition um you know what else is there um 
I'm trying to think. I mean, there's there's just so many so benefits. So many benefits. With it. The, the transferability is amazing. I think the training and transferability is the biggest part for me. I mean, being able to get the free training. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing so you're right. getting you're getting paid to get all that that training that knowledge for free and then being able to transfer it to the civilian side is just oh. incredible yeah. so being able to take for example mechanical career fields being able to take that knowledge you've gained and being able to go to boeing and, and work full-time or hey say a position opens here like you said being able to work here full-time so being able to just have so many different options and avenues to go down is just incredible. Mm-hmm. That job experience is huge because huge. I went to school at first while I was in the guard part time and I was able to put, you know, four years of financial experience on my resume. That's huge. That set me out completely um, as opposed to, you know, the other people going through school at the same time that had no um, financial experience. But I got that from being in the guard and working part time, right. um, which was huge. And it was nice because in my summers, they let me out here on orders. I was able to have a part time job um, when I needed it. So there's so much flexibility and you can get so much out of this. Um, but the job experience is huge um, and it transfers very well. And then to piggyback off you, yeah. uh, Matt, I mean, the being able to get your CCAF, I mm-hmm. mean, with that, yes. being able to use that getting a degree right you get a you, you know. get a you get a uh, an associate's <laughs> right. degree absolutely yes. for basically doing your job right. after a certain amount of time the right. community college of the air force mm-hmm. i mean that's a that's a big uh, that's a, a big deal and we should say that absolutely. maddie was in uh in the finance in the comptroller flight yes yeah. sir i was in finance before i became a recruiter um, so that was huge. Um, I went to school for business management. So I chose a career that kind of went hand in hand. But definitely you don't need to do that. I think it's cool when people do something completely different from in the guard than they do outside. Um, either way, the job experience you can put on your resume. And you were able to get that free schooling, be able to go to school yes. for free while you're in the guard getting, mm-hmm. you know, your Pay finance, go to your finance yeah. experience. Yeah. And then you got a CCAF being able to use all of that combined. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just sets you up for success. Right. It, it really is. And I used my guard grant to get my bachelor's degree. So mm-hmm. all those benefits I used um, in the civilian world, which was awesome. But, um, We've been talking about a lot of benefits. I think another one, a huge one, is like all the opportunities to travel. Um, oh, yeah. And you get paid Traveling to travel. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. Um, <laughs> paid for a vacation. <laughs> make it make sense. That's awesome. Make it make yeah. sense. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, being able to travel and, mm-hmm. uh, and being able to, uh, to go to these, you know, I went to England for 10 days. That is, mm-hmm. that is incredible. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I got to go see the Cardinals. I got to fly to see the Cardinals for free. I mean, I still had to pay for the tickets, but, you know, just happened to be there. These, it's just the experiences that you get. That's one of, just one of the uh, many benefits right. uh, of just the experiences that you get of, of uh, traveling to different right. places. Mm-hmm. W- what are some of the benefits and advantages? Uh, we've talked about a few of them of joining the Illinois Air National Guard. Well, we talked about so many of them. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, we I talked know. about so I many already. Illinois specifically is... The only thing that differs state to state is usually that tuition tuition. benefit. Mm -hmm. Um, Illinois, we have the 100% tuition to any Mm -hmm. state-funded school. It's called the Illinois Guard Grant, um, which I think is huge because, I mean, that covers four years of full-time study to any college. And you can use that for graduate, undergraduate, professional programs of any combination, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can really use that for what you want and get what you want out of it. Absolutely. 
it, it, the school benefits are incredible. Right. I mean, I started, um, I started in the New York Guard. Oh, you did? I did, and I didn't have those benefits. So, oh, you're kidding? No, there. And then they do. They vary state to state. So, mm-hmm. um, coming here, uh, that Illinois Guard grant is amazing. Being able to go to school for free mm-hmm. um, takes huge, huge. It, it just, it just gives you so much leverage for success i mean you don't start off in debt you start off on a high note not only you know you're getting paid to do this part-time job with that experience Mm -hmm. that trade skill but you're also not having to pay for school right and then (laughs) the montgomery gi bill pays you to go to school school. so right now you get an additional 439 dollars a month just to be a full-time student and that money goes straight to your bank account so you get paid to go to school absolutely you're getting paid to go to school Mm -hmm. and then you're getting you know, paid for your, your one weekend. For it, you're yeah. just right under um, a thousand dollars a month with your mm-hmm. with your guard check and your Montgomery GI Bill. Yeah, right. While going to school, and then imagine if you get the kicker, which is only for certain jobs, but that's huge. You get even more money on top that's of that. That's big. So that's bonus. That's a bonus. Uh, what's the kicker? So so the kicker is like essentially additional money to your Montgomery GI Bill. I don't remember exactly how much it is. That's more Sergeant Esker's lane. Right. But you get additional money on top of that. So I think it's at least like 300 bucks or more. So imagine making 700 plus just to go to school. Like that's your only job. Right. That is amazing. And you're working one weekend a month. Mm -hmm. So you have your entire month to do whatever you want to do. Live your, you know, I like to say, you know, have your cake and eat it too. You get to experience your college life with just working a small part-time job. Mm-hmm. That is nice. Sergeant Anderson, you said, you know, your one thing about the National Guard is I don't think people understand is, it, you know, you can move around with the National Guard. Right. And, and, and that's what you did. You were in the New York Guard. Yeah, and that, that's, I mean, that's another beautiful benefit, right? So um, you're not stationed in one place. If, if you want to move, you have that opportunity to be able to do that. So I actually started in the New York Guard. Um, I actually transferred to San Antonio, Texas, where I was there for another four years. And then um, this opportunity came, and now I can call this place home and nice. transfer here. Uh, what did you do before you were in recruiting? Um, so I was, I was uh, aircraft structural maintenance, so I was sheet metal. Oh, nice. So mm-hmm. what... Uh, what caused you what what made you want to transfer from New York to Texas? Well, um I did have great opportunities in New York like you said the traveling. Um we had a great mission there, but um I needed opportunity to grow to and do something different. So, I got to change aircraft, I got to experience a little bit new thing. Um I got to be a little more of a supervisor there. So I got a little bit more benefits. Um, And you're always growing and changing. So it's always nice to be able to have that opportunity to do that to yourself. So Mm -hmm. being able to move there, I got to change a little bit myself too and just grow as not only an airman, but be able to grow as a person too. So that's great. Yeah, I mean, that's I think that's one (laughs) benefit that a hidden benefit that people don't realize. I think uh, sometimes Absolutely. they might feel like, oh man, am <laughs> I going to be stuck, stuck here? I mean, un- un- mm-hmm. not maybe not the right word, but am I going to be here, right, and not be able to to move? But right. you have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. You can always transfer. Yeah. Obviously, we want to keep everybody we here. Hear? We we love having everybody here. Sure. But 
if say a life event comes up and, and you have to move, there's right. no option. You actually, you have the flexibility to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can obviously help you reach out to your yeah. next, your next unit and get you in line with their recruiters and be able to start that transfer process. And it's easy to do. I mean, mm-hmm. it takes, right. it's it takes like a month. It's <laughs> very easy to transfer from state to state or even within the state. Mm-hmm. If you want to transfer to a different wing, you definitely right. can. Right. Cause life happens, mm-hmm. life exactly. happens. And this job can, can change so you, yes. you can be able to change that you know what's it like to see uh the folks that you've enlisted into uh into the wing have success that's our main goal yeah I mean, that's our main goal it's it's crazy to see people come back from basic training and they're in their <laughs> uniform and everything right um and like they're working hand in hand with us now that's awesome to see um oh, just their mentality how much it's changed from you know being a civilian to now being in the military it's kind of crazy um we haven't been in recruiting long enough to see them you know advance in their sure. career very much but i can't i can't wait to see that that's that's going to be so cool and i know um our airmen will do great things and they'll go very far so definitely what is uh, one piece of advice you'd give to a person uh, interested in in, uh, in the military or you know a new recruit? It's it's really what you make of it. To be honest with you, um, I know it's maybe a little cliche, but it really is what you make of it. I mean, you have the ability to do so much in the guard. I mean, mm-hmm. the possibilities are truly endless. Being able to you know do that full time being able to stay part-time but move, being able to grow, change career fields. I mean, it's really what you make of it. I think that's too what, what drove, I mean, I know us mm-hmm. to be recruiters right. is, is that passion for the guard and yes. how much it's really given mm-hmm. me and mm-hmm. how much it can give you, Other but you people. just have to, you just have to, it's mm-hmm. what you make of it. I mean, it's right. really where you go with it. And you can get out of the guard what you want. like you absolutely you get what you want out of it so it truly is just such a great thing and i think um honestly if you're on the fence just contact us i mean we'll answer any questions that you have we'll go over everything and we'll see if it's the right fit for you or not um if it's not it's no big deal but i mean it doesn't hurt to and that's the beauty yeah yeah it doesn't hurt to try it or Mm -hmm. even to you know come in schedule an appointment to see if it's something that you're interested in Mm -hmm. but if you're like you know what i i need to be full-time right off the bat i need i need more of that i need to go mm-hmm. then do you know what we can always direct you to an active duty recruiter we don't right. we don't mind we're we're, we're trying to do what's best for sure. you right that's what we're we trying about. to do that's what we care about mm-hmm. i mean we, i the last thing i know that we want is someone to come in the unit and not be happy right we want you to come in and love it just as much as us mm-hmm. so if you being able to go active duty is a better fit for you we will direct you in that direction Absolutely. and help you get to where you want to be mm-hmm. and grow as a person but we are a little partial towards the guard yeah we do think <laughs> it might be the best but, <laughs> but they'll figure always. that out on active duty Absolutely. I'm just yeah. sure right. but you know transfer back yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> If people want to go full time, can't mm-hmm. you steer them towards a a job in the guard that has uh, that has that possibility? So, if somebody mentions that they just want to be part time now, but they might foresee themselves wanting to be full time later on, I will definitely take that in consideration when like they're looking for jobs because I will steer them towards jobs that have tend to have more you know a vacancies or full-time possibilities there's some jobs that just do not have that mm-hmm. um like security forces is one of those right now they don't 
they don't they have don't opportunities have. for full-time positions right but like um other jobs do um so, maintenance yes maintenance mm -hmm. is a big one so like it's obviously i want what they want so i will steer them towards jobs that have that obviously we can never promise full-time positions because we just recruit for part-time but we can at least push them in that direction right and hopefully you get the best of both worlds yeah. hopefully you get a job that you you truly love and there's opportunity for that full-time mm -hmm. stuff but right. we obviously right off the bat we we can only guarantee your part-time job, job. Yep. but we we definitely encourage and um, we'll direct you in that full-time um, positions if that's really what you're interested mm -hmm. in. Cool. So uh, the million-dollar question: What I'll ask each of you, Maddie, what uh, what made you decide to join the Air National Guard? Yes. So um, my parents were previously in the military. Both oh. of them were. They were active duty and then they went reserve so when it was time for me to like start looking at colleges and everything they basically told me hey we're not paying for your college <laughs> um, i'm like that's great i'm also not paying for my college so they're like i think the guard might be the right fit for you um so i took a look at it and essentially i ended up deciding i wanted to join because the college um tuition so was it, uh, and you were in, like we said, uh, financial management, uh, mm -hmm. the comptroller flight. Was that, you were wanting to go to, into business uh, at the time? Um, yeah, so I was business undecided at that time, or I was going into that program when I joined the Guard. So I was like, oh, I will, I'll join, or I wanted to join um, finance, essentially just because I could put that job experience on my resume. Right. I mean, honestly, kind of see if that's even what I wanted to do with my life. Um, Cause why not, you know, test it out before I go to school for four years and be like, uh, is this what I want? Is this what yeah. I want? Right. So that's what I did. Um, obviously everybody's experience is different, but. Mm. Right. What about you, Sarah? What uh, made you decide to, to join the Air National Guard? Um, so honestly, I, I guess there's a sense of purpose. I kind of was missing a little bit in my life. I didn't, I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go in. Um, I did sports my whole life and I absolutely loved that team. I loved being a part of something. Um, and then I think when I uh, graduated school, I just, I didn't know what direction I wanted to go. So this gave me everything and more. I mean, it gave me that sense of purpose. It gave me that little family. It gave me everything I could have wanted, so. You worked in uh, sheet metal. What was mm -hmm. it? What's the exact word? called oh uh, aircraft structural maintenance aircraft structural maintenance what made you choose <laughs> that um so i wanted to travel i wanted to do something different and and be a part of that mission so um they had really a really cool mission it was operation deep freeze yeah it's a greenland it is it's greenland and antarctica oh wow and so you like do like your pit stop in new zealand and then you go to antarctica for um a month and it was incredible so i mean it gave me that experience that i wanted i wanted that to be a part of that and then also be able to travel and, and do different things oh yeah who else can say they've been to that you know <laughs> right, to awesome. antarctica and that so what's that what's it was the, so fun yeah it's, it's I, I mean I, i'd ask you what it's like but it's cold <laughs> it's do you know what surprisingly new york's a little colder but Yes. Really? Well, we'd go during the summer months. So, you, oh. so oh. summer in Antarctica is like negative 60 at the pole. But, <laughs> but, but, but when you're on the actual line, like the flight line, yeah. um, it's just a different section. So it was, um, it was like, sometimes it was even like positive 30, 20, Whoa. which is warm. Yeah. Warm. 
warm for that area. That's so crazy. Let's break out your was, shorts weather. Yeah. When I was, was in, I was wearing literally, I would wear like my t-shirt and then like maybe coveralls or something. Sure. But it wasn't like I wasn't wearing like heavy clothes all the time. I mean, sometimes you'd get a nice gust of wind and it'd be pretty cold. But, um, but I got to fly um, on our plane over to the South Pole, which that's where it's negative. Sissy. It's, it's so cold. I literally took off my glove to take a picture. So I had to fan oh. out and it, my almost like froze my fingers off. It was so cold, but, but it's so worth it. So worth it. I got the picture. So that was important. <laughs> yeah. And that's the most important now, <laughs> thing. Frost but, nip, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Worth it. And, um, but it was just an incredible experience to be able to do. Um, and, and say you've been there. I mean, it was pretty Sure. Cool. <laughs> and then you went to Texas. Did you do the same thing in Texas? No. So, oh yes, I did. The same job, but different mission. Right. Sure. Um, so the aircrafts were um, C5. So they were a little bit bigger yeah a lot, a lot bit bigger. Way bigger. Yeah. Way bigger yeah cruise you ship could, like big. fit the yeah. plane and my old plane in that right. plane um but it was uh it was incredible i got to uh, learn a lot about the plane um definitely a different ball game plane wise a lot of different skills required on that plane um but i also got a lot of like uh to learn a little bit more about supervising and a little bit more i actually didn't travel with that unit we didn't really have um our shop didn't really go. We didn't mm. go anywhere, which is kind of, there was different opportunities to go and do like little small trips and stuff like that, but nothing big. So, right. um, but it was okay. It was still a great experience. Uh, great to learn. And at that time too, I started having my family. So I didn't necessarily maybe want to go on big trips anyway. Sure, so it yeah. worked out. And then, um, and then we, I found this position here and I was very lucky and was able to, to work with these guys now. So I absolutely love it. And you, you know, you talk about, you know, in Texas, you probably didn't, you didn't go anywhere cool, but you still had awesome experiences. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, sure. and uh, Maddie, you and I shared an awesome experience of mm -hmm. uh, being on the field for the Cardinals game. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. You know, what the things that we, just the experience mm -hmm. of being in the guard. Right, like, I've even thrown it's out an a, experience all a by first itself. pitch at a Cubs game. Like, I've done cool things. I mean, I went to Italy last year for annual training. So I've traveled, too, and I've done some cool things, which is awesome. And I think mm -hmm. the biggest thing in the Guard is that you just meet so many great people. Yes. Um, truly. Yes, yeah. you really do. All right. Do you guys have anything else to, you want to add? Yeah, if you've... If you refer anybody to us, um, <laughs> we will give you guys a free hoodie. Yes. Oh, that is nice. Stop Guard in hoodie. and see us. Yes. Do an appointment. Even if you even just come in for an appointment and, you know, yes. at least get some information. Maybe yes. some free swag. Yeah. So if, hey. you said, if you tell us that you've listened to the podcast and you heard about yeah. our recruiting thing, we'll give you some free swag. Just stop by. Just stop Love by it. What's a good phone number for you guys? Yes. Yeah, so it's 618 222 5701. 5701. So 618-222-5701. Again, want to thank Tech Sergeant Sarah Anderson and Tech Sergeant Maddie Spires from the 126th Recruiting Office for coming by today. Thank you yeah, so much for having us. Thank you us. for having us. Go Guard. Yeah. <laughs> I need my foam finger. Go Guard. <laughs>
Not the kinds of war we've fought or been fighting for the last 30 years, but a war between modern great powers with enormous costs and consequences for the U.S. and its partners and for the world. We cannot let that happen. Also at the conference, Air Force Chief of Staff General C.Q. Brown Jr. highlighted the continuous changes the service must meet to keep up with today's challenging, complex security environment. Airmen and leaders must practice mission command daily, using simple scenarios to build confidence ahead of complex challenges we will find in combat. He also emphasized the importance of collaboration across the joint force, interagency, with industry, and with our allies and partners. Efforts like agile combat employment, reduced bureaucracy, and competitive thinking were also highlighted. Chief of Space Operations General Chance Saltzman addressed service members in his keynote at the conference. Saltzman highlighted the importance of requiring new thinking, innovation, and unity of action to ensure America's security and stability in the space domain. Establishing the Space Force to focus on a contested space domain was a critical step. And now we must focus our efforts on a purpose-built Space Force for great power competition. He added the Space Force provides the capabilities that make a strong and proven deterrent possible. Adapting the Space Force to all of its critical fail-safe missions depends on one thing more than anything else, the abilities and performance of Guardians. That's your look around the Air Force. I'm Senior Airman Saomi Sabornin. Counseling and crisis support are available through the Metro East Vet Center. They're located on the fifth floor of the 375th Med Group or at the Vet Center in Swansea. You can call 314-894-6105 for more information on the Metro East Vet Center. You can find all of our links on Linktree, linktr.ee forward slash 126. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget you can download this on your podcast app. And if you want to pass along some information, you can email rollcall at 126rollcall at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Roll Call, a 126 The Air Refueling Wing podcast focused on people, mission, and community. I'm Master Sergeant Brian Ellison.